Hi there! Welcome to episode 39 of the Waveback Music Podcast. Today's episode is The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker for the Nintendo GameCube and Wii U. Enjoy! This is the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Vicky. And we're here to talk to you about some of the most interesting video game music there is. Tonight we get to talk about my favorite game of all time, with Breath of the Wild consuming our daily, li- our daily lives. Not our daily lives. That's not a word. We've decided to take a trip to a different Hyrule. Tonight's episode is the sublime Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker. Vicky, hit us with some history. The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker was released in North America on March 24, 2003 for the Nintendo GameCube. At the time, it was one of the most controversial entries in the series thanks to its childish look. The game was critically acclaimed, but but many fans refused to get past the cel-shaded visuals, especially given what they had seen before. In 2000, Nintendo shot off the first video footage of the GameCube in action, and among the games shown was a short video of a realistic Link fighting Ganondorf. To say that the Wind Waker was a departure from that video would be an understatement, and the gaming community at large was very unhappy with the direction the series had taken. But for most people who played it, the Wind Waker turned out to be the most realistic version of Zelda yet, with its unprecedented expressive characters, realistic water, weather effects, and animation. Oddly enough, much like Earthbound on the SNES, while Wind Waker was pretty widely panned by gamers, it's now looked back on as one of the best games in the series. The game's soundtrack was composed by Kenta Nagata, Hajime Wakai, Toru Minigashi, and Koji Kondo. We've mentioned Kenta Nagata before uh, for his work on Mario Kart 64, but he's also worked with Kazumi Totaka on Animal Crossing soundtracks, as well as various other Mario Kart and Zelda games. Hajime Wakai is also a Nintendo veteran with some killer games under his belt, such as Star Fox 64, New Super Mario Bros., and the original Pokemon Stadium. Toru Minigashi also worked on Pokemon Stadium, as well as Majora's Mask, Yoshi's Touch and Go, and has even done some voice work on various Mario sports titles. And then we have Koji Kondo, who we've talked about numerous times, and really, if you don't know who he is, pause this podcast and look him up. I promise you won't regret it. Vicky, we've got a lot of music to cover tonight, and I know I'm going to blather on quite a bit at some of these tracks, so let's get our personal history out of the way as quick as we can. What is your experience with The Wind Waker? All right, so um, I was incredibly excited for this game. I did not care what like the original version was of it because I had the collector's edition of um, Zelda, and it came with uh, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. And on that GameCube disc, was it, it was GameCube, yeah, mm-hmm. um, it came with the demo for Wind Waker, and I was hooked instantly. <laughs> And, like, any time we'd go to, like, Funko Land or, like, a GameStop, I'd go in and I'd play it just because I loved it so much. And I remember, like, some kid was, like, bashing it. And this came out in 2003, so it was, like, what, 12 years old, 13 at the time? (laughs) And I was, like, yelling at this guy, and my dad's just staring at me. He's, like, because the guy was, like, oh, this shell uh, cel-shaded game looks so disgusting and blah 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 and i'm like how dare you 
Get away from me. How very dare you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I loved this game like from the second it was announced. I think it's my favorite Zelda. Well, it it's is up definitely there. mine. It is it's definitely tied mine. with uh, Majora's Mask. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's it's a respectable choice. I've I've never caught on to Majora's Mask as much as a lot of people have, but I have played through it, and I do understand why people like it. Um, my experience with Wind Waker was uh, pretty different. I um, I was very very aware of this game's history. Um, when they did that first GameCube thing, and I saw that original sword fight between Link and Ganon, I was just like completely blown away and that was the same thing where we saw you know the first images of metroid prime which was the first metroid game in a long time it was the first time we saw luigi's mansion and and some weird meowth playing an electric guitar pokemon thing which was very <laughs> strange um but that whole demo reel was just incredible and the next year i think it was uh yeah it was in space world 2001 and they did the actual trailer for what would become the wind waker and I still hold to this day that it's one of the worst trailers I've ever seen in my life because <laughs> it was it was childish and it wasn't it wasn't so much the the visual style being that it was like young Link again that bothered me as so much as it was it was really like bordering Looney Tunes levels of childish like Link would run and the Moblins would chase after him and then they wave their legs around in midair and fall down and Link would wake wink at the camera and I couldn't I was so angry I was so disgusted by what I was seeing like I just didn't understand it at all. And to top it off, Mario Sunshine was coming, and it was like, all right, it's Mario, but it's really about this water pack thing. And you are you get a new Metroid game, but it's actually a first-person shooter, and it's being developed by an unproven American developer. So I was pretty pissed at Nintendo at the time. Just like, you've got to be kidding me with this stuff. Like, how, how are they going this wrong? And to the extent that I'm... I don't remember the issue, but uh, I was actually the letter of the month in Electronic Gaming Monthly that month complaining about those things. And Were you? Yeah, yeah. Oh no! Can you link that? I uh, yeah, I'll do my. I'll, I'll find it again. I gotta remember which issue it is. Um, awesome. Their response to me was basically, you know, it's Nintendo. Ha have faith. And uh, I wound up loving Mario Sunshine. Uh, Metroid Prime is one of the best games I've ever played in my life, and Wind Waker turned out to be my all-time favorite game ever. Uh, when I first, when I saw it the actual gameplay footage the following year, a little bit from E3, it was Link running on Outset Island. And I was like, I, I heard some of the music on Outset Island and I was like, oh, okay, I think I might get this. I think I might understand what's going on here. This doesn't look nearly as bad as it did last year. And then I was working at Toys R Us at the time and our Nintendo representative, a very nice old man by the name of Rich Conover, came into our store and popped in the Zelda demo disc and uh, I was just salivating. I could not wait to try it. I wanted to see it. And I wanted to have it in my own hands and see it firsthand. And as soon as I did, as soon as I started playing that demo, I was like, okay, this isn't Looney Tunes. This is Samurai Jack. And I <laughs> understood the world. And I understood how unbelievably gorgeous it was. It wasn't... Yeah, I, I had always had in this this vision in my mind, this imagination of what Hyrule could look like in a... In, with with fancy schmancy graphics and whatnot and hoped that it would look like that demo that they showed but it didn't take me long to realize that this was a link to the past like this was that 
in 3D, and it looked incredible, and it still does. It's really, as far as GameCube games go, it's one of the, the ones that holds up extraordinarily well. Now, obviously, there's the HD version to go with, which is, I think, even better in almost every respect, but the original one, you plug that in with some component cables on a modern television, it looks damn tasty. It is <laughs> a nice-looking game. Um, and I, I played through it. I, I immediately after finishing it, I started up a new game. It just immediately because I didn't want to stop playing it. I loved this world so much. I loved the story so much. Like it wasn't the most, it wasn't the least predictable thing in the universe. But I didn't see the Zelda twist coming. I didn't see that coming at all. I was shocked. And I, there's something about the way this game builds mythology, and that that's unprecedented in this series. I've never gotten a better sense of adventure out of a Zelda game, with the exception of possibly Breath of the Wild. But it's kind of a different feeling of of adventure. Like, this one is, uh, not to, to rely too much on the pirate thing, it's a bit more swashbuckling. And because it is less open-ended, um, it can tell a more concise story. Uh, it's just my favorite game I've ever played. I've never been more surprised. I've never been more pleasantly surprised. It, the game is an absolute joy from beginning to end to me. I, I just love it so much. So let's uh, let's celebrate that and listen Yay. to some of its music. All right, our first track of the evening is the title screen. You're going to hear a lot more of this one uh, later because the title screen is actually just a truncated version of a song we're going to listen to later. But the way that it 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 kind of trails out at the end is is very. Uh, iconic as far as this game is concerned because it's the damn title screen music. So here is track number one, title from The Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker. screen music to the legend of zelda the wind waker and uh it's it's beautiful it's so uh, good <laughs> it's so it good it makes me so happy it's uh this title screen music actually just makes me anxious because it makes me want to listen to the whole thing uh, <laughs> which we will later because it um i've always liked this track quite a bit but when i beat the game and i heard what the rest of the song sounds like it just oh makes my makes my heart sing it's just such a wonderful song <laughs> The, I like the bagpipes that they added to it. There's the, the very Celtic theme to this with the, with yeah, the whistle, the, the flute thing. It's very folksy. Um, the bagpipes in the background, the, uh, the, fiddle. the fiddle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. It's so good. Uh, and just that the composition of this is, is such an interesting song, especially from a Legend of Zelda perspective, because it's, you know, it's not 
at least up to this point, it is not really what I would have expected from a Zelda game because it's always been a very, you know, full orchestra sounding kind of like very epic stuff. And this uh, whole game really kind of took that aquatic ocean oceanic vibe to heart. And uh, you kind of hear echoes of that throughout the uh, the entire soundtrack. It's it's really, really quite, really quite nice. Um, You pretty much said all I wanted to say about this song. All right, then we will move on to a track number two, which is um, this was uh, it, if I had fallen in love with that demo, uh, this is when it 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 cemented itself as just one of the most amazing gaming experiences I've ever had. Uh, I'm a huge Zelda fanatic and I've played every every game in the, the series up to this point. And not not through to conclusion, mind you. There, I didn't beat the Oracle games, uh, and I haven't beaten all three CDI games yet. <laughs> Give me Only time. Only the second one. Uh, Wait, was for, the first or second? Well, they were two of them were released on the same day, so it's kind of hard to kind of hard to pick that one. I've beaten Faces of Evil, and I'll be beating Wand of Gamelon later this year. But it's a, it's a podcast for another podcast. The next track we're going to listen to is <laughs> called "The Legendary Hero," and um. If you've never played this game before, but you have played uh, other Zelda games before, first, shame on you for not trying this yet, because uh, this game is absolutely amazing. And if you were ever afraid that it wasn't going to tie back into it, uh, the franchise's history, this just the, the, this proved that it would that it would and did in such a spectacular fashion. This game calls back to Ocarina of Time uh, in a, in a lot of very specific ways, and. This whole intro sequence tells the story of how Hyrule was flooded and how the hero of time showed up and saved the day and then he didn't show back up again. And it, it just it tells it through these amazing um, just still shots uh, of, of this this crazy stylized artwork that look like cave drawings. And it is it's stunningly gorgeous. And um the when it does the specific callback to the primary Zelda theme song, um, I get I get chills every single time. Um, in fact, every time I play this game, I can't not smile to the to the verge of tears when this part comes up because it's it's so amazing. Because when that that when it changes over to that part of the song, you get this picture of Link, it's you know, on a horse saving the day, and it's like amazing. It's just it's one of the most incredible musical moments. I've ever experienced in a video game. And a lot of it has to deal with the series history um, and just knowing where this all comes from and, and just seeing it being retold in this way. Uh, but it, it is so joyous and so full of soul. Uh, so let's go ahead and listen to it. This is track number two, The Legendary Hero.
Legendary hero. What an iconic song. What a gorgeous song. I just that is such audio storytelling right there. Yeah, you could like visualize every single scene that is happening. Like I remembered all of it and I'm like, oh, this is what's happening now. <laughs> this mean, is when really, Ganon appears. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and even if you don't know what's going on, just listening to it, you can you can hear the kind of story that they're telling and and how <laughs> the instrumentation, the 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 flutes and the, the harpsichord, the, the harpsichord and, <laughs> oh that 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 gorgeous! It sounds like it sounds like you're listening to the the background uh, the background music of a group of minstrels telling you the the story of the Legend of Zelda, and it's mm. it just fills you with this sense of wonder i just i i every time i look at it i feel like i'm sitting around a fireplace listening to the most interesting story anyone's ever told and it's <laughs> just it's just gorgeous it's such an amazing piece of music and um and these are like these aren't real instruments they've they've done such a great job of of bending these midi instruments to to, to their will like they're very high quality midi instruments but like that's not being played live that's that's just somebody programming a bunch of stuff into a into a soundboard and it sounds so real like the 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 scale with the the violin there and it goes down that's just oh it's so gorgeous it's so good it's so good oh my goodness and uh and the other great thing is is where we're going to go uh after this is uh, our track number 3 which is Outset Island the happiest and... place in the world <laughs> pretty much uh, and it's also um, such a, a bold color change um, because the whole thing you're looking at here with the legendary hero is very much browns and gray. Browns and grays, uh, it looks like it's written on papyrus or something. And when you get to Outset, when they show this, it's your first real look. I mean, besides the, the, the title screen, what's your first in-game look at how blue the ocean is just the the colors of the the green of the grass the blue of the ocean the white of the clouds this this world that you're in is so stunningly gorgeous and um this music is just says it's just incredibly peaceful it's just a little bit upbeat uh just the 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 just the very slightest uh piece of upbeat um and it's also important to note that this track is is split in two uh, this is actually mashing together two versions of the song um, because when you start the game uh, before you meet the pirates it plays what you'll hear as the first half of the song uh, and then after you meet the pirates and every time you go to outset after that it plays the second version of the song that has this um, sort of a different clarinet uh, lead to it um, which is uh, it's it's amazing it's it's not the most complicated piece you're going to hear tonight but it is one of it is 
one of, if not my favorite. No, it's definitely not my favorite. <laughs> that would be our last track. will be my favorite. But, oh, this song gets me right in the heartstrings every single time. Um, <laughs> and we're also going to listen to uh, both versions of this because uh, in 2013, um, uh, Nintendo released an HD version of The Wind Waker for the Wii U. And some of the music, not all of it, but some of the music was actually completely re-recorded. And this is one of the songs that was uh, in, in just spectacular fashion. I wanted. I was just gonna play the HD song, but going back and listening to it, I I've loved this the original game so much, and it sounds really good in the original version too. So I thought it would be fun to do them both back to back and do a comparison. And we'll do this again a few tracks from now in Windfall Island. So let's start with the GameCube version of one of my favorite things in the planet, Outset Island. <laughs> Outset Island. Um, I have a lot to say about it, but I think before we talk about it, we should just listen to the uh, the second version of it as well. Um, it's I don't know that this was recorded with real instruments. Uh, it, it could be because they're very high quality. Uh, I'd have to look it up and, and find out, which I probably should have done as a good host would have done <laughs> uh, before we recorded. But um, regardless of whether they're real instruments or not they're much higher quality and it is a, a really 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 gorgeous rendition so here is the version of outset island from the wind waker hd enjoy <laughs> Thank you. 
it's not just completely impossible to to not feel great listening to that, huh? No, it's it is impossible. It's so uh, it's hearing this new version. It was like I never realized how much I needed a new version of that song because it's <laughs> it's it sounds fine until you listen to that when you're like, oh my god, that's what that's supposed to sound like. That's so good. Um, I I obviously have a handful of things to say. What what are your thoughts on this one? Um, honestly, you know what? I like the original version better. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I don't either. <laughs> Sorry. I, I think it's like, it sounds like brighter, hmm. if that makes sense. I think it's like, you know, the, the MIDI instruments that make it like perkier. Hmm. Well, I mean, I, I, I will wholeheartedly disagree. I mean, you're, <laughs> obviously everyone's welcome to their opinion. I, I, I don't get that at all. I, I find the new one to just be even more joyous than the original one. Um, one of the things I, I like, I mean, about the composition in general, one of the things I like a lot is the subtle throw, the subtle callback to um, Kokiri Village in Ocarina yes! of Time. That's what uh, it was. I couldn't remember the name of the town, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> this reminds me of that one village in the beginning of Ocarina of Time where you start out, and I'm like, what is the name of that town? Yeah, it's it's it actually lifts you know notes directly from that. That do 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 do. Yep. And it just, but it plays them with with such a different um, uh, key in the background that it sounds so different. Um, but it's I, I love those those kinds of subtle nods. And again, we're gonna get that in Windfall Island. Uh, another other callbacks to previous games, um, music just to just to kind of tie together the fact that these are very much related. You know, this is the world of Ocarina of Time that is you know years and years later and been drowned under the ocean. Uh, it's but it's it's such a spectacular piece. The other thing I like a lot about the the HD version is they add this this one kind of minor note. Uh, when it's coming down, that uh, when it, when the, the the music is all kind of taking those steps down, it's going do 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 do. It's when it's doing that kind of down step there, it throws in this one. I, I almost can't even tell if it's there in the original one, but it's far more pronounced in this one. This one, the last note they hit before it goes back, it, it twirls back into the major key. This one just big minor note that just makes it seem. So much more. I, I, epic's not the right right word, but it makes that transition so much, so much more effective. And um, God damn, I love this song. <laughs> God, it's it's so good. It's so so joyous. Um, and uh, I mean, really, in no no matter which version I'm listening to, it's 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 always fantastic. But I I vastly prefer the HD one. Um, <laughs> But uh, heading back to the original, we're going to move on to our next track of the evening, which is track number five. Uh, it's probably one of the most underheard songs <laughs> in in the series, and it's also probably one of the 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 most ov- uh, most underrated. Uh, this is a gorgeous, gorgeous piece of music, uh, and it is uh, Link's grandma's theme. It um, it's just a very very sad. Uh, a piece that that accompanies your your sad grandma who is sad that uh, Errol's been kidnapped and Link has to go off and leave her alone and she's all uh, sad and worried about it. her grandkids. My heart. <laughs> she's such a cute old grandma. She she's is. I love her so much. <laughs> she's wonderful. Um, 
and uh, and this song is is it's so sad. It's so beautiful. Um, so here is Grandma's theme from The Wind Waker. Enjoy. grandma's theme for grandma maker <laughs> sorry <laughs> so good it's so sad it is because like you come back to the like the town later and like she's still sitting there with her little blanket on her lap she's and she's asleep uh, she's like link errol come back to me and i'm like grandma i'm right here <laughs> uh, wake her up give her a hug yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Um the clarinet is so wonderful in this. It's it's so yeah, it perfectly sad. It really is. It's 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 one of the it's just perfect. It's just perfect. <laughs> oh. I don't even have anything else to say about it. Really? It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's 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 interesting in that it, it's not all that dynamic. It's just it's just beautiful. It's just here it is It conveys like a whole message like this is your grandma and she really misses you and you can tell yeah it's it, it it's such it comes from such a place of love like it's very the music itself is so full of love and so full of longing and and worry um that it still has this like slight warm homey feeling to it but it's still so sad because it's like you can't stay you, you gotta mm -hmm. you gotta go you gotta get back to work <laughs> saving your sister and defeating ganon that's ah, gorgeous all right. Uh, next track is uh, is actually not one of my favorite tracks. Um, it's, Mine either. Uh, it's important though. It's it's important. It is a recurring theme throughout the game, and uh, it is an important song. Uh, it's not a bad song. It's just far from my favorite. Uh, it is the pirates theme because this game has lots of pirates in it. Actually, <laughs> not a lot of pirates in it. There's like those pirates are in it a lot, but there's not a huge number of them, which <laughs> I suppose is fine. Um, so here we go, Pirates theme from The Wind Waker, enjoy. Mm -hmm. 
It makes me think of the pirates in the game. They're all like big and kind of dopey. Like yep. <laughs> they're super comic relief characters. Yeah. But I enjoy them. And they all like Tetra's the only one who seems to take their piracy seriously. Yeah. <laughs> they're all pretty lazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are. Um, which is the the one with I guess the weird squiggly glasses? The one that trains you as a swabby? Yeah, swabby. Nico. I love him. Yeah. He's ah. so <laughs> He's so precious. His stumpy little legs, I love it. And I mean, he helps you out a lot. He lets you have all that yeah. treasure that he, he sure wasn't does. supposed to give away. Yep. <laughs> all by completing the task of jumping from rope to rope. He's like, that should have taken you years to learn. <laughs> And Link just casually strolls into the... I love the look on Link's face as he yep. casually walks up to him after finishing it. Like, <laughs> just uh-huh. swagger. Just swinging his arms like, yep, yep. I did this. I'm the best. <laughs> I, I always got more of a look at him like, so what's the test? <laughs> like, I just jumped on a bunch of ropes. Did you, do you realize? Do you remember when I fought a dragon? Like, I fought a giant <laughs> crab monster. Come on now. This isn't impressive. I love it. okay let's move on to track number seven windfall island i love this song uh and again uh this is one we're going to listen to both the original and the hd versions um at first i didn't love the hd version as much uh it's really grown on me over time um because there's something very interesting about the instrument they use for the the primary uh, the, the, I guess the, the main instrument they use in Windfall Island for GameCube, and I've never really pictured it being what it is in the HD version, which I assume is what the composer originally intended for it to sound like. Um, they're both very, very good, uh, and I, I love them both. I still don't know which one I like better. So first we're going to listen to the original, then we're going to listen to the HD version. So here is Windfall Island. Enjoy. say but let's just quick jump over to the hd version uh with different instrumentation and the same level of joy here it is
instrument is that? You know, it kind of sounds like um, I, I don't know exactly what it's called. Maybe a maybe a lute. Uh, it's it's some sort of very Asian sounding guitar, I think. Uh, uh, a string, shin, string shin or something. Maybe, yeah. Um, it's definitely it's a very different feel uh, than the original GameCube one, which I feel like the the original version has a, a much more. Um, laid back feel almost yeah. like it's it's because it's less abrasive not that not that there's anything wrong with the the newer version but it seems to to drift a little bit more in the background um whereas this one is very much more noticeable as yeah. as music and i think just as listening to it um i think if i'm just listening to it i like the new version the hd version better but as part of the game i think i like the original version better does that make sense yeah i got it uh, like in the context of the game, I would rather it be the original, but when I'm listening to it on my own, because God, those instruments just sound so good. It's it's, and again, they threw in one extra little kind of minor <laughs> note right right towards the beginning. There's one little minor note right before a changeover that makes that changeover so much more effective. It's 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 a it's it's masterful, and it's also a complete reinvention of the Kakariko Village music. Mm-hmm. Um, which is so cool. <laughs> it's because it's it is it's your own unique song for the mo- for the most part, but it also really it, it just kind of plays with that melody of uh, Kakariko Village, Kakariko Kakariko. I don't know how you say it. They even said it out loud in in uh, Breath of the Wild, and I've already forgotten how they said it because they said Kakariko, and I don't like that, so I'm gonna keep saying Kakariko Village. I have I have gone back and forth in my head of saying Kakariko, Kakariko, uh, I I don't know. It's that's that village. <laughs> it's the <laughs> village in Zelda games that is with in the Zelda chickens. Too. Yes, with the chickens. Um, uh, it's it's such a wonderful piece of music. I love it. I I love it. I love it. It's a great reinvention of that of that song. Uh, once again, I like the original better. Mm-hmm. Um, and. It's it's a great song because like you could listen to it for hours and not get bored of it. Like you Which spend is good because uh-huh. you spend a lot of time and <laughs> Yeah, you spend fall. like a lot of time on this village and like just listening to the song, you don't get bored of it. At least I mm-hmm. never did. Oh me neither. Yeah, I could listen to this quite a bit. <laughs> in fact, in fact uh, the the towns in this game I can I could listen to Outset forever. I could listen to Windfall, and I certainly could listen to the other one as well. Oh, uh, don't even say its name yet. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, before we get there, we've got one more track, uh, which is our track number nine, which is probably the track you will hear the most when playing this game, uh, which I don't mind at all because uh, I love the sailing in this game. I, I love it. I just put up my sail, direct the wind, and watch the world. Look at just how gorgeous it is, the... The seagulls coming by, the sun setting. I, I love it. Love it so much. I, yeah, I didn't really even mind sailing at all. And yeah, when they made lot... the quick sail in the HD version, mm-hmm. wow. Wow, wee wow. Amazing. It's, it's fast. And the fact that you don't have to keep changing the direction of the wind, like, it's kind of crazy how, how awesome that is. Because uh, mm-hmm. every now and then I would still leave the regular sail on just, just to cruise for a little bit. But. <laughs> If I'm trying to like actually get somewhere, it's just nice to be able to turn that on and and just roll, <laughs> just get where you need to go. 
Um, but so we're talking about ocean. We're talking about the ocean theme from Wind Waker, and it's a wonderful piece of music. So let's give it a listen. around to that song catching like yeah. the little waves and hopping and stuff uh-huh. oh it feels so nice <laughs> pulling up treasure chest from the bottom of the ocean oh. yep <laughs> man it's just wonderful what a great song it's it's got you know these subtle hints of the you know main legends zelda theme but it's also very much its own thing and it's a great orchestration it's great it's so well put together it's it's not like overly stressful. It's not overly energetic. It's just, it's the exact right tone for uh, what it's used for in the game. It's it's a very smart piece of music. It's it's wonderful. Yep, that's that's all I got. Sorry. <laughs> that's that's all right. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I'm just there's... super excited for the next song. I'm really sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, I hate to not give Ocean its due. I mean, it is a song that you you listen to quite a bit, but it's um. Uh, it, it it is a it is a masterful piece of music, but mm-hmm. uh, the next track is just super exciting. So uh, let's move on to. Why don't you go ahead and introduce it, Vicky? Dragon Roost Island. <laughs> this is a spectacular song. Um, 
Uh, let's just listen to it. Here it is, track number 10, Dragon Roost Island. song ever with you <laughs> i love that song so much do you know how many hours i spent on that beach just listening to that because like once you got up that hilltop mm-hmm. it was over you get yeah. to hear that song again oh the pan flutes oh, oh my god so good i love when you come back to the island at any point during the game after you've been there and the music just kind of casually fades in as you get closer to the island yes <laughs> i love it when that happens oh man <laughs> no this this track is incredible it's it's got such a cool spanish vibe to it um the 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 bass line is so good it it just the way it comes in and it's it's a very powerful piece it's so good this is such a great adventure song oh goodness it is now, if there's a, a Smash Brothers version of a Zelda song that really takes things to the next level, it's the uh, Gerudo Valley. Oh, uh, my goodness. In Smash Brothers for Wii U is yep. is godly. <laughs> it is <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, so intense. So good. Um, the uh, Dragon Roost Island, it also works. It, it's, it's a very malleable piece of, of music. Because while it, it's it's very much tied to its very kind of Spanish roots in this one, um, I went to the go see the Zelda Symphony a couple of times, um, and hearing this song all symphonic, it's nowhere. These instruments are nowhere near that version, but the it, the music still works incredibly well, even played on stuff like violins and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's even a new version of this song, uh, just kind of a redone version in Breath of the Wild when you find the Rito tribe. Uh, which is also very, very well done. Um, I'm excited to get there. Haven't been there yet. <laughs> Almost. This is that's the main reason for me going to that village. <laughs> is just to, to catch the music. Yep. It's a it's such a cool village because it's you know they're bird people and they live 
you know, in, in Wind Waker, the Rito, the, the the bird people, they live in this like hollowed out mountain. Uh, and in Breath of the Wild, it's it's all in these like treetops, and it's like a. It reminds me a lot of the tree top town in Donkey Kong Country. Uh, it's a lot of like you know huts and stuff carved out of trees. It's so cool. It's so cool. Uh, but yeah, not enough things could be, not enough good things could possibly be said about the Dragon Roost Island theme. Uh, it's also, it's a wholly original piece. I don't believe that it, I've never noticed it hearkening back to any previous Zelda songs. Uh, it's just a fantastic original piece and, uh, I'm, I'm glad it exists and I love that it makes you so happy. That, that makes that's... me, I'm so happy. <laughs> Well, speaking of happy, uh, next track is uh, uh, another really joyous piece. Um, it is called Ceremony in the Woods. It's one of my favorite moments in the game. Uh, my favorite moment. Uh, the, Featuring the, the cutest yeah. characters. Oh, the Koroks. They're so cute. And I'm so glad they're everywhere in Breath of the Wild. Uh, yes. but they're, they're particularly... I love their characters in this. They're so happy. And uh, this is when they all kind of gather together to, to play some adorable music. And it's, it's happy. It's joyous. It's wonderful. It's ceremony in the woods. Uh, so enjoy. Ceremony in the woods. I love their little voices. Cutest. I love Makar. Oh, Makar is so great. And he jingles I... when he walks. What's <laughs> better than that? Make... What sense does it make? Like, what is he full of? It doesn't matter. He's so cute. I love that little <laughs> noise. I love it. When you get to control him later in the game, you're just oh my waddling God. around as this chubby little piece of wood. It's so oh, bizarre. I was, I was like crying as a little girl. I was just sobbing because of like how adorable this was. <laughs> I love Link's face when uh, they start singing. 
just the look <laughs> of wonder on his face like wow this is so crazy <laughs> like, and they're all busting out their little things and they all fly away and uh it's just it, this is what i'm talking about when i talk about um the sense of adventure like it feels like you're just caught up in this very big very alive world in this um and it's it's the moments like this or my, my personal favorite moment in the game when uh ganon finds out that tetra is zelda and then Valu shows up and burns the the thing and oh, prince man. kamali and uh quill save you oh my god that whole moment is just incredible so cool uh, <laughs> and it's it's that kind of it's that kind of scripted adventure that this game does better than any other Zelda game. Um, you know, by the time they made it to Twilight Princess, uh, it was very, it was very dark and serious, and it worked a lot of the time. Uh, and then you had Skyward Sword, which also had a lot of good moments in it, but some odd character designs, and and like I didn't, I just didn't care about Groose. I just couldn't. <laughs> uh he's he's an interesting enough character i guess but he's not the characters in wind waker wind waker is like it's just f flawless in, in so many ways I, I love it to death um so uh, the next two tracks are the prayers um these uh they're characters you meet in the game makar and medley who are uh, sages uh, they don't really know it yet, and they need to be awakened. And when they are awoken, they play different parts of the of this game's main theme, which is the tact of wind. Uh, and they're just these really beautiful renditions of it. They're very, very short. They're you know thirty, forty seconds apiece, um, but they're really, really, they're really, really nice. Uh, so we'll start with medleys because uh, that's the one that comes first in the game. And uh, here it is. Enjoy medleys, <coughs> medleys prayer. I like these these two so much is because you know at this point in the game I had listened to that title screen music so many times because I'd you know I played this game all the time like every day mm -hmm. and hearing this this different rendition of that music kind of coming into the game it's 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 so pretty it's uh, this part of it in particular is is very very lovely the 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 harmonies and everything they added to it it's very very nice um Yes, her little harp is so wonderful. It is, and reflective. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's wonderful and useful. Um, so the, the second one is obviously the, the second, you know, it is the answer to the call, uh, the, the whole call and answer thing they got going on in The Tact of Wind. Uh, and it's Makar's version of it, and it's got a very, uh, if you've never heard it before, it's got a very Lion King vibe to it, which uh, <laughs> you'll understand when you listen to it if you've listened to the Lion King soundtrack. So... <laughs> Here is Makar's prayer. Ha, <laughs> 
got a very uh very just can't wait to be king vibe to it but it's uh <laughs> Oh, it's wonderful. The the kind of dueling fiddles they got going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, very <clears throat> smart. And and what else is nice about these two prayer tracks is that they, they have these harmonies that aren't really in uh, the primary version of Tact of Wind. Uh, it's, it's very clever. It's, what a great piece of music. So speaking of Tact of Wind, it's time for our final track of the evening, which is uh, Tact of Wind. It is the main theme to The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker. Uh, It is also my favorite track of the night. It's one of my favorite pieces of music I think I've ever heard in my life. Uh, It is is a a stunningly well-put-together piece from beginning to end. Um, It calls back to several older Zelda themes, uh, including Zelda's Lullaby, uh, and it is, I, I love it so much. I had somebody play it at my wedding. Uh, it was just, it's just an incredible piece of music and having finished this game and gone through the absolutely amazing final boss battle with Ganon, uh, this, just when this song happened, I was just in awe of, of what I had just played through, <laughs> just completely in awe of this game. Uh, and this song always reminds me of that, of that level of awe. So um, here it is, uh, Tactive Wind from The Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker.
there you have it. The Tact of Wind, the credit sequence to The Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker, <coughs> and one of the most joyous and wonderful pieces of music I've ever heard. Hey, sorry. Okay, so, yes, um, I love how they mashed up every single one of the songs and put it in that one beautiful five-minute-long segment. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also really happy they included Zelda's lullaby. Yep. Oh, it's, it's a really amazing song. Yeah, it's, 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 it's such a nice piece. It's, it's recounting all that you did <clears throat> in your Legend of Zelda story with this final piece. Yeah, and it's got that, you know, the the whole Celtic vibe that the uh the, the title sequence version of this has. But once it starts adding in the the deep bass line underneath it, it just takes on this whole new life. Mm-hmm. Uh everything every every piece of that secondary melody matches so much to the new bass line that it just the the, the song just takes on a complete different life. Um and it's it's so full of joy. It's just it's just wonderful. It's just a wonderful piece of music. Um and I love listening to it. It's uh, it has not been off of my iPod since this game came out. Um, I almost always listen to it when it comes in. I've heard some great covers of it too uh, over the years, but uh, the original is just it's it's still marvelous. It is still a wonderful song, and it will be until the the day I die. <laughs> so there we have it. Do you have any final thoughts on uh, this soundtrack? Thank you for picking this game, by the way, Vicky. Welcome. I'm so happy that we finally got to do this. I can't wait for, you know, Ocarina of Time and also Majora's Mask. Wait, we did Majora's Mask. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. I did pick We've a song from it, though. Tracks from Majora's Mask. Yes. We haven't done the song yet. They can't uh, yet, though. Oh, well. Looks like we'll have to do that soon. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, I'm so uh, excited. Well, yeah, well, I'm always excited to listen to Zelda music, but that's not what we're listening to next. Uh, that's going to be our show for tonight. Tune in next time as we listen to music from what is arguably Sunsoft's greatest game in honor of uh, the second Switch game that I bought and defeated and loved every freaking second of. I want to listen to the music from the original Blaster Master for the NES. Really, really one of my top soundtracks on the console. It is an amazing game with an amazing soundtrack. Uh, as always, we would love to hear everyone's thoughts and memories on these games, and you can do so on the Waveback Facebook page. Just search for Waveback on Facebook, and you'll find more information on our next games, as well as a nice, convenient place to talk about them. Of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at gk. Ow, just bit my lip. Ow, oh, no. that really hurt. <laughs> can Casualty. always still send us a, an email at mail at geekade.com. And while you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should totally like, follow, and subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. Vicky, you've got some plugs to make as well, right? I sure do. I do a podcast and also game reviews on justrpg.com. And um, yes, we do that. I don't know. We release like a lot of content every single day. So... If you are interested in games, uh, RPGs, just come over to JustRPG.com. Outstanding. All right. Well, thank you again for listening, everybody. Thank you for joining me as always, Vicky, and good night. Good night.